Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville. It's time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast, your favorite podcast of the week, of the year, of every time it comes out. It's there on top of your list, uh, and uh, it's it's full of true stories, stories of, from the lives of the people who lived them, as told by them themselves, uh, and <laughs> as always is uh your hosts are always here as well <laughs> that's me adam bb and also with me as always is the other host barry johnson the smiling sensei barry how's it going i'm yeah, good I'm professor it's okay it hey these things happen but i am here as you said good and yes. you are there yes indeed i've got a fighting off a cold uh but you able to tell in my voice it sounds a little bit uh sniffly and and, and uh maybe a little lower in tone but uh yeah feeling pretty good man yeah it's otherwise uh, you know it's going around at the uh the sickness dude everybody's getting sick and uh, i'm yeah. trying dude i'm trying to like my both of my parents have uh have been fighting the bug and uh both of my sons have been fighting the bug and I've been incredibly uh, fortunate so far, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to just kind of keep my distance because we're supposed to be going uh, up north for uh, the Christmas time ah, yes. adventures, and I really don't want to be sick when we go. Oh no, no, yeah, that I'd rather be sick now. Uh, yeah, right. Than whenever it, yeah. I'm, then you know, traveling for the holidays. So yeah, yeah. So we're anyway, yeah. So everything's good, man. Just you know, getting geared up for the uh, the end of the year, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Th- this time is uh, this time of year is um, I look forward to this time of year, but then also I don't look forward to this time of year. It's so stressful for no, yeah. you know. It's like Christmas. Yeah. Christmas has taken on a different meaning and um of course we love the time with the families yeah that, that's why we we love it but all this stuff you got to do to get ready to go yeah yeah yep. well hey at least the kids are now kind of capable to you know yeah. do things for themselves and you true. don't have to pack everything for them that's true yeah so. that's true so yeah man just uh what do you got planned you got anything you got anything planned for the holidays well, you know, I typically go down to uh, my mom's uh, where in North Carolina, where my mom and my sister and her boys live, and uh, we, you know, just hang out for a few days yep. and uh, do the family thing. Yep, good. And you know, and then I'm uh, back to uh, my grind. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, you know, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's that time of year. So. Uh, you know, and and uh, I think that uh, if anything, we can offer uh, 
a good time for people to be able to maybe when they're making that drive or they've got some downtime uh, over the holidays, you know, maybe they're creeping into our catalog. Yes, yes. Well, there's lots to lots of presents there, lots of gifts for your ears uh, for free. Uh, and uh, f- from our back catalog, uh, of course, you can listen to all of those uh, at our website, whatsyourweirdstory.com, or, uh, you know, find what you can there on your uh, podcatcher of choice. Yes, absolutely. And hopefully this uh, this episode is no exception. We've got a great oh, one yes. for you. And uh, we're so excited because we get to step into the life of Daniel. That's right. Uh, Daniel Jackson, a another podcaster, but also he is a a psychic, and he is uh, you know he's got he's powerful. Uh, he's got some incredible stories to share. Uh, so let's go ahead and step uh, towards the light. And uh, Daniel, thank you for joining us. What's your weird story? Well, I'll start out with my uh, my one weird story. I just had. Happened to me about four nights ago. I was sitting here in this chair that I'm in now. (laughs) And uh, I was taking a nap. I had my feet up on the bed. And as I explained to you guys, I don't ever not see spirit. I see spirit all the time because I'm a medium. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I have seen spirit ever since I was a child, ever since I can remember when I was from three years old on. But the other day I was sitting here in my chair with my feet propped up on the bed. And when I came out of of sleeping, I saw a spirit standing in front of me. Now, this one here was what I would refer to as an earthbound spirit. This was not someone who was passed over into the light. And I know the difference. So this one in front of me was standing there looking at me. So I always say to those who I see who haven't crossed over, do you want to cross over? He looked at me and shook his head no. And I said, there's a reason why you uh, don't want to cross over. And because he didn't have enough energy to actually speak to me, because in that realm, in the lower energy realm, they don't always have the energy to do that because it, it takes a lot of energy to do anything for them. And they don't want to overexpend it because if they do, it's like walking around like we are when you're nauseous. So right. they don't want to expend too much energy. So what he did do is he, he imprinted on me the reason why he did not cross over. And when he did that, it came into me, and then it was like I was looking through his eyes, and he showed me the experience. And what he showed me was him standing there, but it's like me looking through his eyes, Mm -hmm. watching, and I see his hand come up, and his hand had a gun in it, and then I see a guy run across the street, and he shoots and kills the guy. And that's the reason why he believes he cannot cross over into the light because he murdered somebody. Oh, wow. Wow. But the bad part about that is, is because he imprinted it on me. Now it is if it is own, is it is my own memory now. Wow. So I can recall it right now, still see in my mind exactly what happened. Wow. That's. Yeah. So that's part of my ability. Uh, I, I have had. Um, I had a guy come up to me one time in spirit. He ran up to me, and when he did, I felt a real bad pain in my head, like a real, uh, like a most excruciating 
uh, migraine headache you've ever had in your life. And then when he appeared right in front of me, he said, I want to show you how I was murdered. And then all of a sudden I saw a wound on his head. But that was him imprinting it, the pain on me. And he said, and then he told me, he said, I was shot in the head and that's how I died. But I could actually feel the pain oh, wow. in my head. So I wouldn't. So when people say to, to me that they wish they had my ability, well, they only wish they had the cool part of me getting answers from spirit to help them along their way in their lives, you know, give them some yeah. peace of mind and clarity and some direction. But they don't want all the other parts that comes along with it. So yeah, no kidding. So these, these are the types of things. But that other guy, I did eventually, after about ten minutes, convince him to uh, to cross over into the light. But wow. So but I, so that so when you have an interaction like that and somebody, I was just talking about this with my wife the other night and. Um, Dead people? You were talking well, about like well. just crossing over, right? Because like sure. I ha I have this thing where it's like I I I get um antsy or anxious when I think about <clears throat> not having my wife in the next life with me. And and I was joking, I said, Will you wait for me or are you gonna you're gonna go over? And she's like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to heaven. I don't know where you're going, but I'm like, well, okay, well, you, well, I'll give you some advice. You don't want her to wait for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she can wait for you while she is in heaven, and they all do because they all know at some point you're going to walk through that door. Right. You know why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it why? doesn't make a difference if you get hit by a car or get hit by a." or fall off the top of a building, or get COVID, or even suicide, anything. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. Right. Everyone is going to die. It's just, if you want to walk into the light, that is your choice. So no one goes to hell, no one goes to purgatory, because there is no such place. There's no one walking around torturing anyone, although there may be someone walking around with horns and a tail. It's just that's because that's what he looks like, where he comes from. Mm -hmm. uh, because... I see everything. I don't just see people. I see dogs, cats, horses, cows, fish, and I see other beings from other worlds. So there's no actual, there's no particular one that is the leader of all the so-called demons and devils, because there is no right, demons right. and devils. There are negative energies, and I have a, a, a quite a few stories about those as well. But because uh, but, they are all in it for themselves. But you have... You either walk into the light or you remain here in a low energy place. But I call it earthbound, but there's a lot of humans there, but there's a lot of everything else there, too. But it's just a low energy place. And a lot of reasons why they don't cross over is because, well, people convince them that they're horrible people or right, they think they're right. horrible. Or, you know, like this guy who thought because he, he killed someone, he's not allowed to go. I can absolutely tell you Hitler went to heaven. Because it's the soul that goes, not the body. And we always look at we only look at the body and what the body did. But he was still a bright light soul who just, when he was in this body, chose to use power and control over people instead of doing his real purpose, which we all have the same, is to help people. And he didn't want to do that. He just so he does. He did go home, but he does have to come back again. So your wife can wait for you in heaven. So what you want to do is tell her. Uh, even right now, when she does pass away, 
she's going to stand up out of her body. Look, she's going to take a step to the left. You're going to look to the right. You're going to see a light turn on. That's her own personal light. Everyone has one. And tell her to just walk into the light. And then it's not like she's sitting around on a bar stool going, I wonder when my husband's going to show up. <laughs> right, she's yeah. doing a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, and then sure. you're going to walk through that door in about two or three days. But two or three days to them is like 20 or 30 years for us. Right. So yeah. it just depends on when you're going. That's all. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so let's. Okay, so let's. I, I want to talk a little. Yeah, I want to. Um, talk a little bit more little about the negative stuff. entities and stuff. Like, like how much how, do they, they have um, say in infiltrating our thoughts and things like that? Like, you know, um, they don't have to say. It's it's how much you allow them. Because they like to, they will infiltrate your thoughts if you're a person who is uh, addicted to alcohol or addicted to drugs or have some type of depression going on, uh, or you have a bad day because you're uh, you spilt your coffee. You know what you do? You, you you clean up your freaking coffee and you go get another coffee. That's what you do. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, so, but as long as you are walking around with these negative feelings within you, they are attracted to that. They want you to feel negative, and they can infiltrate your thoughts to get you to do negative things, which in turn produces negativity for them. They actually feed on that energy. They need that energy where they are. So they will collect it from you and give you some more so you'll stay negative so that you will become a buffet for them so they can be where they are and feel good. That's all. But in a bad way, you know. Yeah, right. Is that, yeah, is that like, um, we've had a lot of talk about possession here the last few weeks. No such thing. Okay. I was, I was going to ask your opinion on that or what your position now, is on that. Now, your, your, uh, your body can only hold one soul. What it can do is it can be influenced by another spirit to do to do things because that's what they want you to do. They're not going to make your head spin around and spit out pea soup or anything like that. They want you to be living, but they want you to be negative so that they can collect that negative energy. But being inside your body even that would not do any good because it's it's they're already a negative energy. Just you know, they need negative energy to uh, to survive where they are. They can't just get it from themselves. That's all. So 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 they want you to do something. They want to influence you to do that. But some people wake up in the morning and decide they're going to kill somebody. And some people just say no. When did you first start to um, have these experiences? When did you first, like, has it been since you were a child or did it Yeah, happen? since I was a child. Like, my, my mom and dad and I, <coughs> my two brothers and my sister, we lived in New Jersey, South, South Jersey, uh, right across the river from Philadelphia. But... Uh, right next to the Delaware River, and there was a battlefield in our town where the Hessians fought, mm-hmm. and there was a little hospital there. So there, my, my sister told me they did a dig there a couple of years ago, and they found the hundreds of bodies there. Of course, they're not going to find just one. When they have war, they're going to bury them all at the same time. Yeah. So a lot of the families around that area were having the same experiences as we were. But we had um, we had three spirits that were primarily staying in our home. These two men and a woman. And there was a time when, like my my sister, excuse me, <coughs> my sister and my mom 
were in the bathroom, and my mom, my mom was helping my sister get ready for school. Mm-hmm. They went up to the bathroom uh, door and had a full-length mirror on it. And when they did, there was another <coughs> another woman standing in the mirror. She had a um, she she was wearing a colonial outfit. Um, there was um, one time when my two brothers and I were sitting downstairs watching TV, and uh, my sister's record player, two plates up, turned on. But that's not the weird part. The weird part was where you had to pick a record up and flip the switch. Yep, yep. This thing was switching records. It was taking a record off and putting another one on. Whoa. Oh, wow. (laughs) So, yeah. That's not uh, just an accidental... that's a, that's physical movement. That's moving physical medium, you know. Uh, or you know, I, that's I've, that's. I've that's had wild. Worse I, I've had worse than that. But I used to play in a rock band when I was a kid, and I had I had the big hair and and uh, zebra stripe spandex. I thought I looked cool, but not so much. Nice. But I actually have hair. I just shave it because I ride a motorcycle. And I but I don't want to sweat to death out here. So um, yeah. <laughs> And it looks more professional for what I do because I don't want to have big hair, you know, curly hair. So uh, I came home from a gig one time and I laid down in bed and something laid down next to me. I felt the the bed depress and my pillow squished down. And this happened three or four times. And then it happened the fifth time I rolled over to see what was there and what was there took the blanket that I had on top of me and it lifted up to the ceiling and it shook it above me and it dropped it on top of me. Wow. And then for two years after that, I slept on the couch downstairs because I was scared. Sure Damn. <laughs> I was in my 20s, but yeah. I, I've seen spirit my entire life, throughout my life. But it's just seeing things here and there. Um, I was in my uh, I was in my my grandfather used to live with us and I was laying in his bed. I was looking at pictures of him and my grandmother because she had passed away two years prior and my sister was uh, visiting, and she brought this uh, pet with her, a ferret. Man, those things are nasty. And uh, uh, bit me right in the crotch one time. I mean, not, ooh, not fun. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it was hanging off me. I'm like, ah! You know, but, uh, <laughs> no, that's another story. But uh, but uh, I'm laying there in bed, and I keep hearing this noise, and I keep thinking it's the ferret. And I keep picking my head up saying, hey, knock it off, knock it off. And then one time I finally sat up to see what it was. Uh, to tell it to knock it off, and when I did, my grandfather's chair was rocking back and forth, and my uh, the spirit of my grandmother was in it. Oh wow! And, uh, and she was looking forward, and then she turned her head and saw me, and her eyes got real big, and she noticed I was paying attention to her, and then she just disappeared. Dang! Just man. like that, yeah. Just strange. Now, did now, anybody did else in your family have the same gifts that you you did, or were you the only uh, one? Uh, my my family is aware of things. They do see things on occasion. Uh, my sister had it a little bit. We always thought my sister had it more than anyone else, but it just turns out that she doesn't. I, I'm the only one that really has as much as I do. But I have. I I just. It was throughout my life, but I didn't I didn't find out I was a medium until about seven years ago. And that's when it got really crazy. Um, uh, my my wife went away on vacation for two weeks and for two weeks I saw everything you could imagine. It was in a scary movie in my house. I saw green and red mist pouring out of the walls. 
I saw little little skulls floating around the room coming out of the walls with red eyes and fangs. I saw these little creatures coming out of the walls and climbing up on my bed. Uh, I saw seven-foot skeletons walking around the home. I saw this cloud that would come out of the corner of the room in the bedroom. Each night was a different color. One night it was red, the next one was blue, and the next one green, the next one yellow. Wow. And then wow. red red with black stripes, blue with black stripes, green with black stripes. Uh-huh. I saw a cloud form above the bed, and then a window opened up in the cloud of blackness. And I saw these two skeleton arms come out. And then but the strange part about the skeleton arms was it didn't have any hands either, so it was just from here up. But then it pulled the body out and pulled the head out. But the head had bigger eyes, uh, and the and the skull was just looking around the room, and it just like connected with me, looked at me, and then it went above me, and then it went behind me, and then it just disappeared. Um, I saw uh, the famed I saw the famed Hat Man um, <laughs> those two weeks. I was I went to go down in the basement to get my cat. And um, he was on the couch, and I said, hey, buddy, come on, time to go upstairs. And he looked at me, but he looked to his left, or he looked to his right. I looked to my left, and when I did, I saw a wall of blackness just appear in the middle of the room. And then a man walked out, and he had this big hat on. I couldn't see his face directly, but I could see his chin and his nose from the side. Mm. And, he, <laughs> and he had this long coat, and he started walking across the floor again. Seeing spirit, you notice things. The strange part was he walked across the floor. He didn't have any feet, which was really strange. And then he walked across all the way to the corner, and he went right through the wall. And then I looked back, and then that wall blackness just kind of shut. I looked at my cat, and my cat looked at me like, what the hell is that? And I was like, I don't know what the hell that was. And I picked him up and grabbed him and and uh, took him back upstairs. So... So yeah, I was seeing things uh, like crazy, and then uh, eventually my wife came home, and um, oh, there was one other one uh, that was real crazy. I was laying in bed waiting. I don't, I don't like to be late to work, and I kept rolling over to see what time it was, and I went to roll over to look at the clock, and when I did, there was a little girl kneeling next to my bed. Uh, she had blonde hair, blue eyes. She was wearing a blue and white dress. And she had little white socks on and little black shoes on. And um, and her name was Wendy. Uh, uh, I know that now. But, um, but yeah, my wife came home from vacation, and she told me about her adventures, and then I told her about mine. Uh, and it was at that point that uh, we, we started trying to figure it out, because at first she thought I was nuts, because I had told her some stories about me, but she, with all this... It was just freaking around. I mean, I saw something come through the walls one time that just, it was hard to explain to her. But this was uh, around September, August, August, September, when this was all coming through. Uh, and then uh, around October, um, we would like to dress things up for, for Halloween. I, I put a full body Tigger costume on. But I'm, I'm an adult Tigger. I walk around. What's up, my Tigger? Tigger, please. You know, so. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, so she had a projector and she put it on the garage door and she was putting all this stuff up. And I'm just walking around doing stuff. And then I see this thing come with, with from the projector 
This thing had like this long face with these evil looking eyes and claws. And that's what I saw in my bedroom. And my and my I, I said to my wife, that's it. And she's like, what? I was like, I saw that. So I saw my freaking bedroom. Something like that. Whoa. So So what was it about that time frame? What was it about that when she was gone and you're seeing all this? What what was it about that that you were getting inundated with all this stuff? Have you figured that out? That is an awesome question. And the answer to that is my spirit guides were testing me to see what I was going to do. Mm. To see if I was going to move forward with this and try to figure it out. Or was I just going to let it scare the crap out of me and live life like I was? Because they had something else more for me in store, something planned for me to do. That's a hell but of I a test. I, I did, um, we did some research and, you know, we put salt around the room and all that stuff. Do you know what that does? It makes your room salty. That's all it does. <laughs> uh, we tried putting crosses up. Uh, do you know what that does? Uh, nothing, because uh, making negative energies go away with a form of punishment doesn't do anything. Okay, and because it's a form of punishment, they hung him on that cross, uh, and and so we had a uh, we had a paranormal group come to the house. <clears throat> this is when it got real crazy. So first, I mean, they came to my house and they showed up in their little van and had an insignia on the side, and I just thought to myself, I don't want to be this kind of famous. I don't want you know people in my neighborhood thinking they got poltergeists going on. In the house next door to them. Right. But right. they did. But they actually did. So, but, oh, well. So, so they come in. There's a guy who takes video, another guy who asks questions, another guy who just observes, and a, and a girl who takes pictures. She started taking pictures around the room, uh, these digital photos. And when she did, every time it was a picture of me, just me by myself or with someone else, there were 15 to 20 light orbs completely surrounding me. Wow. Anytime it was a picture of someone else just by themselves, nothing. Um, they set off, they had these little boxes <clears throat> with lights on them and little wires on and it made a noise. And, and uh, I said, what's that? He said, well, spirit, uh, they, they bring off uh, uh, electromagnetic uh pulses and stuff like that. I said, like how? He said, well, static electricity. I was like, okay. He rubbed his hand on my couch and then he waved his hand above it and they all went and lit up. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. So he put them around the room. He put them um, by my bedroom and all over the place. And he, and he says, uh, where do you have uh, most of this go on? I said, I don't know, pick a room. It's, it's all over the house. So he said, let's go into the bedroom. I said, okay. I walked through the doorway, and as soon as I walked through, every one of those things lit up. It just, and I turn around and look at those people, and they're looking at me like, what happened? And I said, "What's go I don't know what's going on here. They walked through the doorway, nothing. Just wow. nothing. Wow. I, we, we do some stuff in the bedroom. He want, one guy wants to go in the closet, to walk in closet. He says, I feel drawn to go in there. We go in, he's in there five seconds, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to get sick to my stomach, and he runs out, and he sits on the bed, and I said, you okay? He's like, yeah, I feel better. He said, uh, maybe we should go back in. I said, okay. 
we go back in. He's like, oh, I'm getting sick again. He runs out and sits on the bed. I said, you all right? He said, yeah. How come you're not getting sick? I said, I don't know. You're the expert. You're supposed to tell me. So we, we, we walk around the house, do all kinds of things. We go down in the basement. I'm standing there talking to one guy. I walk away because another guy asked me a question. He says, Mr. Jackson, you come back here a second? I said, why? He said, stand right here. I said, what, what, what's going on? He said, right behind you, there's a mirror on the wall. I said, yeah, it's leaning up against the mirror. It's a huge mirror, huge mirror against the wall. He said, now stand right here and just kind of look around you. I said, okay. When I do, the mirror is vibrating. Oh, my. Oh my. He said, now walk away. I walk away and it just stops. <laughs> and he's like, can you walk back and try this again? I said, sure. I stand in front of him again and it's vibrating. And he's like, why is it doing that? I said, again, man, you guys are the experts. You guys got to tell me because I don't know. So we go upstairs and they want to try an experiment where they want me to lay in my bedroom with the lights off and they're going to come in with a, with a spirit box. Mm -hmm. So I do that. I lay down, they come in, they turn it on. And as soon as they turn it on, it starts spitting out words. It says, Wendy, Michael, Paul, Helen, unique energy, special light. One time it said the word road, like a street. And when it said road, a car went mm, right past my house. And I'm like, what the heck, you know? So then they started asking questions. They asked questions for 10 minutes, and it answered every single question. It waited until they were done with each question to start answering. And when they asked questions, here's the weird part. So one of the questions I remember, they said, are you here to harm Daniel? And then the, the, the computer voice came through and said, no, we are not here to harm Daniel. We love Daniel. We love Daniel's light. Daniel is the light. When it said Daniel is the light, I was like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? So they ask questions, and then it, it finally just gets done. They go out of my room. <clears throat> I go out there. I see them standing in a circle. I'm talking to my wife. I was like, what, what are they doing? She's like, I don't know. They're huddled up about something. <clears throat> they come out and you know, the, the, the most important part of that thing there was these were other people coming into my house, and now they were witnessing what we were going through. Right. So right. I knew, like, we knew I wasn't crazy. You know, we weren't crazy seeing all that stuff. Because, like, I mean, like I said, after my wife got, came home from vacation, it was three days after that, she started seeing some of the same stuff I was, okay. too. Not oh, as wow. much. But, but uh and the guy, one guy turns around and goes, I said, that was cool, right? You guys got a lot of information. I mean, come on. And he's like, well, there's a, there's an issue, Mr. Jackson. I'm like, it wasn't anything bad. What do you mean? What's the issue? He said, well, whenever we use the spirit box, we can get it to spit out a word or two. I said, okay. He goes, it never says sentences. Never. He said, and we got to figure that out because... It said sentences for 10 minutes. It answered every single question we had, like we were just talking to somebody standing there. He said it was an intelligent conversation. I said, okay. So yeah, they they <laughs> packed <laughs> they packed everything up and said, all right, we'll be back in two weeks, and we'll come back for the big reveal. 
they didn't come back. Really? They, really? I, I got a hold of them six weeks later, and he said, uh, I couldn't get the group back together to come to your house. He said, they quit on your front lawn. Whoa. He said, we never get that kind of information from one. Takes ten or fifteen homes to get all that information. He said they're scared shitless. They won't come back. So wow. So is it yeah, so is it your house, your house or is it just no. the the beings that <laughs> that are surrounded <laughs> you? I guess it's me. Wow. Wow. So they so they are everywhere I am. Uh, I ended up going to see five different mediums, and all five mediums told me the same story about me. One of them want me to. I, I talked to her, and she said, well, I'm doing a show in like a week. I want you to come up there because I want you to see how I do it. And I was like, okay. I didn't know what that meant at the time, but I do now. So I, I, I buy some tickets. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, no, she, she said I was go, she was go doing a show in a month uh, or a couple of shows in a month. Just buy some tickets and come up. I said, okay. So I just bought some tickets, and my wife and I, I said, I said, she wants me to come see her, so we should just go see her. But I, my wife's like, well, I got I got to work this night and this night. I'm like, all right, here, here, we'll go this night. We'll just figure this out. So we go. I don't tell the lady I'm coming. We walk in the door, and there's like 50 people there, and she's on the stage. And she's on the stage, and she turns around, sees me, and goes, locks eyes with me, and follows me through the room and watches me sit down. And my wife says, what the hell is that all about? That was kind of creepy. I said, I don't know. I didn't tell her we were coming. I told her we were coming, but I didn't tell her when. She says, all right, we'll just we'll just sit here and see what happens. So we were talking to people. And then she starts explaining what she does. And then she, she read eight people in a room. And the second one she read was me. And what she would do is she said, I will say some things. And if it, if it uh, connects with you, let me know. And I said, okay. So we're all sitting around and she reads this one lady first. And then she starts talking about this man. And she said, his name is Robert, but he goes by Bob. He wears flannel shirts, but he wears a business suit. She said, and the way that he passed away was a uh, blunt force trauma. And that's how he died. And I stood up and I said, I, th- I said, that's me. I said, my dad's name is Robert, but he goes by Bob, wears flannel shirts and t-shirts but he wears a business suit, but he fell down on a flight of steps and it it moved his brainstem and that's why he passed away. Whoa. And then she said, she said to me, who is Sarah? And I said, Sarah, like my niece. She said, no, Sarah, who had to make the big decision for your dad to pass away. And I said, that's my mom. Her middle name is Sarah. And she was the one that had to make the decision for them to pull the plug. And then she told me about, um, uh, she said, I'm seeing uh, a school bus. I'm seeing something looks like prison bars and someone wearing a stethoscope around their neck and and scrubs. And I said, yeah, that's me. I said, uh, I went to school for medical records and now I work in prison. Wow. So how, how could you get all that right? I never said anything to her. So other than, hi, my name's Daniel. I'm seeing a bunch of ghosts, you know. So, um I get I go down at the end of the show, and um, and I introduce myself, and she said, "Oh, I just talked to you a couple of weeks ago." I said, "Yeah." So we wanted to come to one of your shows, but we're so booked up, I, we're doing stuff. She said, and then she looked at me like a teacher. She said, 
I want you to stay here. I want you to wait till everybody leaves and you and I need to have a talk. And I'm like, oh shit, what did I do? You know? <laughs> trouble? Holy crap, you know? So everyone leaves and then I, I go up to her again and, and she said, you know, she goes, I know you have an ability to see spirit. I said, lady, it's like being in a room with a thousand people, except nobody leaves and more just keep coming in. And she said, she said, yeah, but you have an ability to see them. But the reason why you see them is because they're all coming to you. She said, I saw you walk into the room. I didn't know who you were at the moment, but I because because of the way I saw you. She said, when spirit sees you, they see your they see your body frame. They don't see you as full, but they see a light inside of you and actually. That's what's that's what they see. But some of us have a, a soul that's brighter than others, and they know that they can communicate with them. I said, okay. She said, but you got the brightest I've ever seen. She said, you look like a form, but you look like just a form of light. You're just like a form. It's just white light. That's, that's all I see. She said, I, I had a hard time looking at you from a distance because it was so bright I had to, like, move my head. It was like looking into the sun. And I was like, well, what's that supposed to mean? She said, well, they're coming to you because they see that light. You're like a beacon of light for them. Wow. I said, wow. like how? She said, I'll tell you how. They think that you're the light into heaven. Wow. And I was like, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? And that's when she said, "You need to, I needed to make a big decision. I had to have a talk with God and decide if I was going to move forward with this or not. And and that's what I eventually did. I that, and later that night, my wife and I went home and we talked about this. And I and I said to my wife, I said, "How do I talk to God and about that?" And she said, "Well, how do you talk to him any other time? I mean, just talk to him, you know." So I did. And then once I moved, once I talked to him and said, "Okay, if this is what you want me to do. I'll do this. You know, I'll, I'll help these spirit." Because she said they want me to help them. So I said, "I'll, I'll help them. I'll do whatever you want." But I need some help with this. And then it was that after that that everything changed for me. And then I started get, receiving help from others. I, I met a group of women who were all mediums. They were putting a group together who were just going to talk about stuff. But what they ended up doing is helping me to develop what I have. Wow. Um, wow. So much so that they, they now all come to me for answers because they knew who I talked to. Mm -hmm. um, I talked I talk to spirit, regular spirit does talk to me, but that's not who I get all my information from. I actually communicate and see what we refer to as archangels. They're not they don't have wings and shields and swords and all most of them don't look like people that because they're just not. Um, but they are the closest they are the, the right hand of God. So when I talk to them and get answers from them, I'm getting answers from God. They they touch me on my face for yes and no answers, or they touch me above my eyebrow or on my forehead somewhere. In the beginning, it was just two touches above my eyebrows for yes, and then one that felt went down my side of my eye, it feels like a tear running down my face, and that's no. Wow. In the beginning, wow. it was just two touches up here. Now it's 49. I know the name, and I know all the names, too, of all the ones that are touching me on my face. So, wow. Archangel wow. Mike... Archangel Michael doesn't look like a man with a shield and a sword, and he's not glowing purple. He actually looks like a, a combination of, of a horse and a moose. He has this big, wide head, and he has these eyes that look like wolf eyes, but no no uh, antlers, but he's got these floppy ears and this long body uh, with short hair on it. It looks like a horse. 
All the other ones that I see, when I see them, whenever I turn the lights on, I see them standing in front of me. Um, they look like eight-foot prey mantises standing in front of me. Whoa. That's what they are. So they are more or less what we would consider aliens. Wow. Interesting. Wow. We've heard uh, people uh, talk people, about the mantis aliens before. That's what uh, they are. But they, they, well, they, and, these ones just don't have bodies anymore. That's all. They're in spirit. Interesting. Did you grow up in a religious household? Catholic. Okay. We didn't, we didn't, my mom and my mom and dad, my mom took us to church, but after a while she said, because I kept falling asleep because it was boring as hell, you know? And uh, so uh, she gave us a choice whether to go to church or not. Uh, when I was a kid, my one brother was a kid. My two, one brother, my older brother and sister, they had to go to uh, Catholic school, but uh, my mom and dad eventually took them out of there, too, because it was bullshit. So, Because it's all bullshit. Did you go through, what is that, when, when you uh, you go through that? Pro- yeah, the process when you're a kid and you go through the, the I don't know what it is. I don't know what the Catholic. Oh, they, they call it Holy Communion. Yeah, I did okay, that. Okay, okay. I was yeah, curious. you don't have to wait for a bread they give you, a, a communion. It tastes like shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, we, it's we, yeah. We always had, um, we had some. Well, most of the time, uh, the church that Barry and I grew up in, we had uh, some pretty decent bread, Jesus bread. Right. Uh, but uh, sometimes they gave you the little, um, little like things that look kind of like chiclets. Yeah, and oh. uh, yeah, that are more like I think probably more like the wafer that uh, yeah, the wafer got. cracker yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it was like not. Uh, I don't know, not yeah, we always got juice. Got we, we never, we never had wine, did we? I always had juice. No, no, we always had, uh, you know, uh, grape juice. Grape juice. Yeah. Yeah. Not not yeah. city juice, but grape juice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that ain't no fun. I would rather have the wine. You know. Right. Yeah. Right. Father's you know, getting drunk. Why can't you get drunk, right? right? Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's a, that that's the Methodist Church for you. Right. Grape juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything's dialed well, down just a little bit. Like Michael Jackson, who was giving kids Jesus juice, right? Right. 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 Exactly. He was doing the same thing the priests were doing. So right. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I have a Catholic joke if you want to hear it. Sure. Why not? Yeah. How do you how do you get a nun pregnant? Uh, I don't know how. You dress her up like an altar boy. Oh, oh man! God. You know, I have a uh, one one of my best friends in this world. Uh, he was raised in the Catholic Church, and he just recently found out that his um father or what whatever they I don't know priest or whatever priest I guess mm-hmm. priest he he was one of the ones that was. Um, the movie that came out a couple of years ago um, about the Boston, the Boston New York, uh, the Boston the paper Boston. that busted the story, the original story about the priests that were, you know, molesting kids and stuff. He found out that he his priest was one of the ones that was indicted in that whole thing. Oh wow! And it messed him up bad. Yeah, and he's yeah, just sure, cause, sure, cause, because you, you put trust in them, you put faith in yeah, these people. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're going to lead you down the to, to the. To the path of going to uh, of of a of a of a wonderful place, you know, you're going to go to you paradise and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm always curious. They well, lead you over to the hardware store so you can buy a pair of knee pads for your kid. You know? Oh yeah, oh man, <laughs> it's hard. My they do uh, hard 
You know, do you know why? Uh, because they're just men. They're just men and women. They're just people. Right. Because a man and a woman cannot bless you, and a man and woman cannot control where you go after you leave this world. Right. Because they just cannot. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, the same I, as we are. I'm always curious whenever we speak to psychics. You know, people that have abilities, how they, how their spirituality was formed, or or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, so the Catholicism thing is interesting because. We've had a few people, even though they aren't um, Catholics by nature, sometimes these entities will present themselves in that way. And it's interesting. It's interesting because it's like it goes it 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 goes with a lot of the things that were taught growing up. Um, But it's like whereas the Catholic Church is kind of like the in-between person between you and God. Um, Right. You know know what God thinks? God thinks he doesn't need an in-between person. Right. He doesn't need a middleman. If you want to have a, if you want to have a a relationship with him, you just can. I don't need a middleman to tell me how I should do that. Yep. But uh, with, with these negative energies, because they are pure energy, they can manipulate themselves to look like something. So in a sense, if you see something fly across the room, <clears throat> and you automatically think, oh, it's a demon or a devil, it's going to kill me, then they, the way that they communicate is what we would call telepathy. It's, it's just soul to soul. So they can read what's going on inside of you, and then if you're thinking of a demon or a devil, the worst thing, the possible thing, they can manipulate themselves to look like that and then come through into our realm, show that to you, scaring the crap out of you, producing that negative energy, and then they feed off. Where do these Where entities come from? Are, are they are they from the beginning of time? Are they? Is it a a a negative energy that is just there in the formation of the universe? Like how? What what are these things? Do you have any insight as far as? Yeah, they that? were they were they were like the rest of us. They were just living beings. <clears throat> Anyone can become a negative energy. We have them here. We, we go to work, and there's somebody there who's gossiping about everybody and calls everybody a piece of crap and all that stuff. And what happens to them is they just they continue with it throughout the rest of their lives by choice. They made a choice to do this. They make a choice to be horrible. Mm-hmm. And then when they, when they stand up out of their body, they know <clears throat> when you stand up out of your body, you're going to get the, all the perfect memories of your lifetime here. But you're going to get all the perfect memories of all your other lifetimes. And you're going to know if you cross over into that light, there's a possibility you may have to come back. And maybe they feel here while they're here this time. They have a resentment against everyone and they have a resentment against God. And when they look at that light, they say no. And they stay here. And then they remain negative. Because when you do stay here, just like being here in a body, in a spirit, you have a choice to go, and in that choice of staying here, that means you're choosing to hold on to your pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, all that stuff you learned how to have here. Because you learn it here, because you don't come here with it, because mm. once you cross over into the light, it all gets washed away from you. You come back into a new body, and then you learn it again. How do you know? Because people wake up in a baby body going, what? And mom and dad's going, I'm your mom and dad. And you're going, I don't know who the hell you are, but okay. And then they raise you and they teach you with this and they teach you the ways of the world. And then here you are. And sometimes you wake up and you're like, 
I hate everybody and I hate this place and I hate you and they cause havoc and wreak havoc all the time. And then when they die, because everyone does, they see that light and they go, I'm not going in there. And I, I, when I, sometimes when I meditate, they, my guides want me to go into this deeper, darker place of this, this lower energy place. So I go in there and then I see these things. They look like monsters. Now, again, they may not be monsters. It's just that's what they look like, where they come from. But when I've gone there, they don't like me because they know what I am. They see that that light, that super bright white light. And then I say, I look around and I start saying, is there anyone here who wants to cross the river? And then I hear these voices come through and said, well, get out of here. We don't want you here. And I always, I would tell them, well, you can't make me leave because you can't touch me because I'm protected by these archangels so I can do this. So I can actually walk into any haunted house and nothing can actually touch me because I'm so protected from the, from these beings. So uh, a particular spirit do touch me all the time because when they see that bright white light, they don't know what it is. They're trying to figure it out. So touch me. But the but the negative ones, they want to just try to get something from me, but they can't. So, But they yell and scream at me, get out of here. Or I'll say, well, I, I'm not going to leave here because I work for God. I don't want to fucking hear about him. He's, I don't want to talk about him and all Because <clears throat> they all know they all come from him, but they all have a resentment from him. And so that's why they are who they are. And I see beings that have been there for millions of years. But we, we call it millions of years, but it's just, there's no time and space there. They just right. are when they're right. there. They just be when they're when they're there. It's just, the only ones that experience time is just us. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, I want to go back and touch on uh, that the tall hat man, uh, because, uh, because that's something that's some, you talked about, about him, seeing him, see, but, uh, you mentioned... mentioned Offline, Offline, that uh, we you had more experiences with him. Oh, I see him once a month. I saw him last night. Uh, can you tell us? Because we always hear, we always hear that here? he's, we always hear that he's like a really, you know, a chat the the bad shadow being. Uh, that's what most people. Let me people... ask you a, a quick question: When you go outside and you cast a shadow, what color is your shadow? It's typically well, you know, it's not black, but it's translucently. It's darker than what it would be in the light. Right. Say, 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 same as they are because they're not in the light either. Right. Okay. Right. So, so it's a, a, a dark shadow is not necessarily something evil. Mm-hmm. A dark shadow is just a shadow. Like they're coming through a house. They don't know you. They don't have any trust or faith within you or anything like that. They don't have no, know who you. They know who you are, but. They're not going to sit there and have a conversation with you, so they're not going to show their true selves to you. That's all they are. Yeah. So, but the hat man, he he's not actually in spirit. He is living. He, but he is a uh, he's a dimensional being. He can mm-hmm. he can come through just as well as Bigfoot. Same thing. Interdimensional. He comes in. Bigfoot comes here because this is a buffet, and when he's done eating, he leaves and goes back home. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> but the hat man, same thing. But he's from another dimension. He's from another place. And all the other dimension is, is just a place just like ours, who has people in it that are living in it just like ours. But it's just a different. Uh, we, we cannot survive in another dimension. Our bodies cannot survive. It would crush mm-hmm. it like, uh, you know, like 
going down deep into the water. So, uh, so, but he comes from another place. He's able to travel through as we are not, because we are meant to learn lessons and live and fulfill our purpose and live the human experience here. We're not meant to go anywhere else. But he can come through. But the thing about it is, the people in his dimension are not in contact, nor do they have any type of contact with spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. And the reason he comes through here is because he's trying to figure out why we do and how we do it. And that's why he comes through and sees a lot of children, because when children are brand new into the world, you're coming brand new, you don't have all the pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, and you're pure of heart, and they see spirit. We just tell children that they have an imaginary friend. Right, right. They're seeing spirit, and they're able to communicate with them. And what this hat man is trying to figure out why they can do that or how anyone can do that. I see him all the time. I have a conversation with him. He 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 tips his hat to me. Now when I see him, he's got a fedora and a, and a long coat. But his face is just, it's humanoid, but it's not human. Um, and, yeah, he just, I keep telling him, you're not going to get anything from me. And he says, I know. He said, the, they just keep sending me here because they pay him to do it. So they, they send him here to do it, and he just keeps coming. But he keeps reporting back to him. I don't have anything. I, I can't find anything. And what do you want me to do? But he's one of those who's able to do it, and this is his job. So he comes through and he checks us out to see what he he wants to get a smoking gun. He wants to find that one one bit of information that's going to get his people to be able to connect with spirit in the way that we do. But I can't teach this to anyone. You have to have it. You either have it. Or you don't. Right. Right. And it's you can't go to school. You can't go get a diploma. <clears throat> you can't take a course with your intuition because anyone can can get in touch with their intuition, but not everyone can communicate with spirit because it's it's in your soul. It comes with your soul. And like I said, some souls are brighter than others, and the brighter ones that souls know that they can communicate with that, so they do. But if you don't have a really bright soul. They they can't connect with you. That's what, it. It's what, that simple. When 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 people that have passed away that are kind of in that space where they haven't crossed over yet, when they come to you, are they are they ask do they ask you to re- reunite or speak with loved ones or are you strictly there to cross them over? Is there? Um, <clears throat> well, uh, when I cross them over. They are, they are all, most of the ones that I said. So you have, when you pass away, you have the ability to cross over. You're going to step up out of your body. You're going to look down and go, oh, I don't need that anymore. And you're not, and you're not going to give a shit about your body whatsoever. And you're in that space of seeing that light. And it's going to turn on that fast. And you're going to see it. And you're either going to walk in or you're not. If you take a second guess and go, I don't know. It turns off, and then you remain here. Wow. Mm-hmm. The ones that I cross over are have remained here. And then they see me, and I go, I'm when I'm in a dark room, they can see me. It's like as though I'm standing on top of a balcony, and they're looking up at me. I, I, I'm looking down, and I see thousands of them. And I mean thousands of them just standing around. And, and then I say to them, 
hey, is there anyone here that wants to cross over? And then to watch 10,000 people do this and look up, I say, yeah, there's a voice coming from the light. My name is Daniel. <clears throat> I'm here to cross you over. Does anyone want to cross over? So here's another story. So they're all coming up to me and I say, okay, get in line and tell everybody behind you they can cross over too. This is an open invitation. Anyone can come home. And then it was the first time I did this, this came out of my mouth. I said, walk up to the light, move into the light, and pass through the light, and you shall be received into heaven as one of God's children. God wants all of his children to come home. It's time to come home, children. And then when it came out of my mouth, I was like, where did that just come from? Why did I say that? So, because it wasn't coming from me. Um, so then they started walking up, and as they're walking through, uh, flashes of light are going off around me. I So that happens to me physically throughout my day. I see flashes of light. People who are around me see flashes of light, and they can't figure out what the hell it is. But I don't have the time to always explain it to everybody. <laughs> my, my sister saw it one time, and she said, how do you get used to that? I said, you remember when we were kids and mom, dad fed us green beans, and then 30 years later, we love green beans? You just get used to it. Right. And you either right. do or you don't. So I'm crossing them over, and they're going through, and then it kind of stopped. And then I said, is there anyone else that wants to go? And then I hear his voice in the background said, no, you've crossed enough. And I said, no, I didn't. He said, well, you just crossed 6,000 beings here. Wow. And we need them to stay. And I was like, why do you need them to stay? Because we need we have to collect our energy. We need our energy so we can we so so we can survive here. And I said, Well, you wouldn't have to survive there if you just crossed over. I'm not going over there. And I was like, Okay. Well, I'm here to cross them over. So if there's anyone here who wants to cross over, and then he starts yelling at me, No, no, and then and then after that he starts yelling like this, No, no. And I'm like Oh well, this isn't pleasant, but oh well, I don't care. And I, and he's like, don't don't take them away. And I, and I was like, I don't work for you. I work for God. So here we go. Okay, everybody, line up. And then they start going right through again. <laughs> the reason that happens is because I'm going to tell you something that no other medium has ever told you, because they can't. Because I have something within me that no other medium has, because it doesn't need to be in anyone else. It just needs to be in one. Now, when you pass away, um, let me see. Um, oh, last song, real quick. Um, let me ask uh, quick. Uh, all right, Adam, you've been here 28 times. This is your 28th lifetime. Mm -hmm. uh, Barry, you've been here 28 times. Uh, you've both been here 28 times. Uh, you've uh, you've had 27 other sets of moms and dads, brothers and sisters, dogs and cats, and 27 other sets of astrological signs. I mean, absolutely horseshit, because your body's born, your soul is not, and your body's not born under stars. Okay, it's just born on a planet, and those stars don't really pertain to your life. Okay, this is astrology. You ready? Right. A couple people right. standing around looking up at the stars, going, "Hey, let's play connect the dots." It's a fish. No, it's not, okay? Because they just equate it to something here on Earth. On some other planet, it would be something else, okay? <laughs> and the original calendar started off as five months, and then it went to nine months, then it went to 10 months, and then it went to 12 months. So they started out with five signs, created four more, created one more, and then created two more, okay? No, 
Okay, so don't let that little newspaper article telling you your astrological sign and what you're going to do today define your define your day. You're going to define your day by the by the choices that you make. <clears throat> so, with that, your soul leaves and goes home, and and it goes to this holding place, and they go over your life with you. It's not a you're not uh, being judged. God doesn't judge us. We judge ourselves a thousand times a day. Why does He need to do it once more? Because He just doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're his child, so why would he do that? Don't believe religion. Religion judges you. People judge you. God does not judge you, okay? So you go there, they go over your life with you, and then they let you know at that point if you have to come back again or not. And if you come back, you just come back into another body, a body that of which you choose and a time and day of which you choose to come in. Hmm. So you're choosing it all. So what does that astrological sign mean? Nothing, because you actually choose the day when you're coming in. You actually choose the month when you come in. Now, if you die over the age of 30 years old, you won't come back for another 80 years. And if you die under 30, you come back eight years later. Do you know why that that time point is? Why? So that, so that you will not be recognized. That's it. Huh. <clears throat> okay. So you you leave. You go you go to that place, the holding place. Uh, you have to you have to wait your turn uh, because you know 130,000 people die every day. You got to wait your freaking turn. Uh, so they go over your life with you. You'll let you know if you have to come back again. Uh, and then you hang out in heaven until it's time for you to come back. And it's maybe for like eight, eight it's 80 years, but for them it's like eight days. So it's a vacation. And then you come back here to wake up another body again. Okay. And that's how it happens for you guys. So the so. You see that light, and that light shines, and that's where you go through, and that's it. But there's always another light that shines all the time. It's the light into heaven, as that lady was explaining to me. It's so that all spirit in this other realm can see it, so they know where to go. They, they know where to go. I can go towards that light, and then I can go into heaven, so that all spirit can cross over any time that they want to. They just have to want to. They have to be willing to do it. Now, when we are walking around and talking, there's 7.5 billion of us, and and spirit can can hear everyone, and it becomes like static after a while. Like when we were kids watching TV at three o'clock in the morning, it shuts off in the snow, and you hit that. Yeah, yeah. that's what it sounds like to them. Okay, because I get around that. I see 20 spirit in front of me. They're all talking. Try to pick out one voice. It's like going to the mall and listening to everyone talk, and you try to pick one out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they hear that. And they can tune that out. But with this one light that's shining, that light is a soul. It is a soul that stays here, has been here since the beginning of time. That soul, whatever body it's in, when that body terminates, another one is born so that it can go into that one. So it's, it's predetermined as well. So, but they can hear this soul as well. So when that soul, particular soul, is talking to anyone, singing, doing whatever it's doing, t- singing a song while it's taking a crap, whatever, uh, they can hear it because it is that beacon of light. They can hear it and they can see it. And that soul is me. Wow. Wow. Well, now, let's talk about your podcast. I'm able to, so when I cross spirit over I'm crossing them over through me. That's amazing. Is this what you cover on your podcast? Um, I do. I, I cover this. Uh, I cover other. I have other guests come on. 
who have some of them who have written books and some of them who are mediums and and other, just a lot of people in the metaphysical uh, supernatural world. Uh, uh, UFO people. I just had a guy named Preston Dennett on my show. He's written like 22 or 23 books on the subject. Wow. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I talk about all this stuff. Uh, I'm doing some new segments now where I'm doing these shorts that are like 20 minutes long, and I'm talking about things in the metaphysical world that people put out there that are not real uh, because they're trying to make money off of people. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like burning some sage because that's going to make negative energies go away. Well, that's not the truth because if you burn the sage, that smell Energies cannot smell that because they don't have a lungs anymore. They don't have a body and they can't smell and they can't breathe. So the only thing you're doing when you're burning that stuff is setting off your fire alarms. That's all you're doing. (laughs) Uh, If this were not the case, then don't you think all the forest fires in the world would make all the negative energies go away? Right. It won't. Right. Right. So so they're, they're selling that to make money off of it. Now, as long as you're putting good intentions out, putting positivity out there, that is the only thing that will make negative energy go away. I can't come to your house and clear your home out. You have to clear your own home out by being a positive person by, and, tell, and expressing love throughout your house all the time and putting positive energy out there. Because when you wake up in the morning, you do your daily routine, you shit, shower, and shave, and you go to work and you do your job, and maybe you don't do your job because people are a lazy piece of crap. And then they come home and they eat some dinner and, they, and watch TV and go to sleep and wake up and do it all over again. Spirit is around you 24-7. They don't take bathroom breaks. They don't, oh, he's in the bathroom now. I'm not going to look. They they don't really, they watch us, but they don't really pay attention to what we do because they don't have to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. They're more they're more concerned with hanging out with each other. They hang out. I see spirit making out all the time because you can still do that. Wow. wow. I see spirit having full on sex all the time because you can still do that. You're pure energy. Why wouldn't you be able to do it? Yes. So, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I was in the hospital <clears throat> one time and I saw this woman come in and she was staring at me just because she's looking at the light because that's what they like to do. And then another woman come in, and then they started talking to each other. And one said, hey, how you doing? And the other one said, oh, I'm good. How about you? And I can hear it because I hear everything. And and they said, what do you think? And they said, she said, okay. And they started making out. And then <laughs> a, a man came in. They Those two stopped making out. The man and woman went to making out, and the one woman standing there. Then another man came in. They kind of just float in. They don't walk in. They just come in. And then the two men were making out. The two women were making out. And I'm just thinking this is one giant spirit orgy, and I'm not invited. So <laughs> it wasn't until I said to them, does anyone want to cross over? Then they all stopped making out and looked at me like, what the heck? And I said, yeah, my name's Daniel. I'm here to cross you over. Uh, but they didn't want to cross over. The guy told me, he said, we don't want to cross over. We have friends here. He said, and besides... There's no rules here. We can do whatever we want. He said, if I want to come into your realm and antagonize you, he said, you know what it's like. People call, pr- play a prank on you. I said, yeah. He said, well, I can play a prank on you and you can't see me. Wow. And I said, oh, okay. He said, so we're allowed to do whatever we want over here. If I go back there, we're not allowed to do that because it's all about positivity. I said, yeah, they know exactly what, what we talk about because they talk the same exact way we do. But uh yeah, so wow. wow. There's lots of reasons why they don't but but yeah, they they're just 
they're just everywhere. Yeah. They're just yeah. everywhere. So I, my podcast is about talking about this stuff and getting people to be aware of that fact. Sure. That a lot of the stuff that they taught us about religion is just not real. There's no possession. There's no demons and devils. There's no one named, named Satan. There isn't Lucifer. He is an archangel. He's one of my archangels because how many do I have with me? All of them. And all of them is thousands and thousands of them, not 12 or 14 like in the Bible, because the Bible's bull crap. What is, uh, what is, uh, what's the name of the podcast? Uh, the name of the podcast is called Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. I started out like this. I go, hello, and welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. Me, Daniel Jackson. Because why not? Because right? nice. I, I started, when I started the show, the reason I started the show is because, as you guys know, there's too many freaking TV shows out there that only bring us a little bit of the information. Yep. They don't bring us the whole story. And then they tell you, hey, like ancient aliens, we got some new information for you, and you got to wait till the end of the show. And when it comes to the end of the show, it's something you already knew from the 1970s. Right. So, right. no, let it go. So I'm, I'm bringing the show out to people because my thing is I'm bringing the, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I want people to know the truth of things that are out there. I want them to know that there are no such thing as real witches anymore. That's a bunch of malarkey, okay? I, I want them to know <clears throat> there's no demons and devils out there. I have seen the worst of the worst negative energies. I have. I saw some beings one time about eight months ago. <clears throat> if you've ever seen a, a murder mystery where they someone gets killed and then they do an outline of them on the floor, Mm -hmm. I saw these beings that were just outline beings. They, they didn't have a face. You couldn't see anything. I saw fingers and hands and all, but no face. I saw these squiggly lines in them. They were white lines that would glow white, yellow, and red. And when they glow red, I know that's a negative energy. And these beings, now here's another thing people don't know. When you're in that spirit realm, again, you don't want your wife, wife waiting for you there. When you're in that lower energy realm, if someone were to walk up to you in that realm and smack you in the face, you still feel pain. Mm. You would still feel it. You're not breaking bones, but you feel that sensation of the pain. So I saw these beings walking around, and I saw them grabbing other souls and saw them beating the crap out of them, punching them in the face, kicking them, uh, choking them, just, <clears throat> just moving them around and beating them up, and then dragging them off to this lower this lower part of the place. I don't feel sorry for those beings because those people, because they chose to be there. Mm -hmm. They made the choice to be there. But this one being came up to me and he came up and was looking at my light. And I said to him, you can't get anything from me. You can't influence me. You can't even touch me. And he tried to, he tried to put his hand forward and he couldn't move it forward. I said, you can't touch me because my friends here are not going to let that happen. And he looked at him and he said, yeah, I know who they are. I said, yeah, well, I'm protected by them and you can't touch me. So go away. Or if you don't, I'll make my friends mojo your ass out of here. And he knew exactly what I meant. So wow. so he turned around and then he looked at his two buddies and said, all right, we got to go. We can't get nothing here. And then went back to beating these other beings up, these people up and beings and dragging them off somewhere. So wow. I've seen the worst of the worst. But if you go into that realm... You're just asking for it. Mm -hmm. So don't walk into the light. But I do see deer walking around. It's funny to see deer and horses walk around. They're grazing. 
because they are because when you step up out of your body, you're still yourself. Why are they grazing? Because that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. So they still do the same things. They just are in a different place. As well as when you cross over to heaven, you'll be you. You'll be the you you are now. Except you will go back to what it's feeling like when you were 30 years old, like like just indestructible. But if you were died below the age of 30, you would just grow up in heaven. But it takes a long time. But it's a good feeling. and It's a good place to be. So for anyone who passes away, when you see that light, just walk in. That's great. That's great. That's simple. That's awesome. This, this, That's has, awesome. Been, this, has, this been, has been, no pun nope. intended, this has been enlightening. Um, we have, <laughs> I mean, there just... You, just a, a ton of information and just incredible stuff. And, you know, I don't know if I would want to have your particular gift because of all of the things that you do see and feel and experience. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine. I can't yeah. even imagine, really. Yeah. People, people, I do readings for some other mediums come to me because they want to move forward with their ability. Uh, but I, I, I I tell them everything that I went through. I wrote I wrote a book about it. Uh, it's called uh, Daniel Jackson: The New Beginning: My Awakening as a Spirit Medium, and every and it tells the story in a chronological way of everything that happened to me. And there's much much more to happen. Uh, and I tell them about that. I tell them if they move forward, this this is possibly what could happen to you. And, and every time that I do that, I've done that. Um, well, it's been so another one. I'm, I have another one coming up uh, at the end of this month for this particular thing. She doesn't know that I know she has this ability. I already know that because I get told these things. So we're going to talk about it and then for her to move forward. So I've, in the past two years, I've done 29 of these people. One of them moved forward wow. because being able to handle this is not easy. Sure. Again, everyone says they want this ability, but they only want the cool part. Yeah. They don't want everything else that comes along with it. Yeah. And everything sure. else. You know, it's a very secluded life. I don't I, I go out and do things and I have some some friends here and there, but I don't have a lot of really close friends. I, I don't hang out with a lot of people because I can't stand to be around their shitty attitudes and their mm. and their negative energy all the time. So it's it's a very hard life life, you know. I just I just did a uh, an, an event last weekend on on this past week on Sunday where I do reading for people and and uh, you know I, the thing about doing even 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 what I do people come to me because they want an answer from God yeah. and I get the answer but nine times out of ten they don't like the answer because right. people just well, don't like the truth sure yeah. sure yeah so it's it's hard so yeah. I give them the answer and I hope that they do something with it but most of the time they don't. Well, yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's their choice to to follow through, you know, Correct. And, and, uh, and and that's all you can do is give them give them the information that you have, and the rest is on them, you know. Correct, because that's exactly you hit it right on the nail. It's about listening, trusting it, and following through. Right. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have you back. I know you've got Absolutely. a ton of stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this... I can get you another story tomorrow when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, yeah, man. I can get you another story in about ten minutes no, when I get great. here in the dark room. Or, that's or cool. Anywhere. Yeah, we'd yeah. love yeah. we'd love to have you back for sure. Yeah, 
Yeah, anytime you guys want me to come back on, I, I have lots and lots of stories. Okay, great, okay. great. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Daniel. Uh, it, this has been this has been fantastic, and uh, I know that a lot of our listeners are really going to be uh, they're going to be they're going to enjoy the stories. They're going to be challenged, um, and I think that's you know they're going to be it's thought provoking for sure. So. I, I, I do this type of thing, hopefully in the way to educate people so they yes. can understand what's really going on out there yeah. and not what's just coming from a TV show called Supernatural. Exactly. Right, right. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks again. Yep. Uh, this has been fantastic. Thanks. Have, thanks for having me on, gentlemen. Yep. Be good. Uh, yep. And uh, don't do any stupid shit. But if you do, don't get caught. Uh, thank right. you. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> and- Hey, you know what we need? What's that? We need a new ad for our merch store. Our merch store. I've had a few people reach out to me and ask me, just how do we get What's Your Weird Story merch? Huh. How do we get that What's Your Weird Story merch? What's dash your, spelled Y-E-R, dash weird dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's what's dash your spelled y-e-r dash weird dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's correct get in touch with us go buy some merch we got some cool stuff yeah dude and you know what? If any of our listeners out there has some really cool ideas or has some really cool what's your weird story type art that they want to see on a t-shirt, get a hold of us. Maybe it'll happen. Dude, you know, uh, that's it's wild stuff, man. Yeah. Um, Daniel's been dealing with that all his life, uh, dealing with these abilities. And, you know, he's showing us that there's a positive as well as, you know, there's negative sides as well. Yeah. Um, Right. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about that, about that middle realm. Yeah. That that realm where, you know, you haven't quite gone toward the light yet. And, uh, and that was uh, pretty eye opening. I no longer want to hang out there. I don't think I've, I've learned my lesson. (laughs) I want my wife to move to the light. I will follow her there. Yeah, dude, because, you know, she might be, uh, she might run up to one of those uh, <laughs> other spirits who are waiting around and doing the, the spirit gangbang gorgeous. Absolutely, stuff, man. man. Yep. She's yep. like, you know, you're not seeing, you're not able to see her, so she might right. just, you know. Yeah. She's you know, sw- swinging fun. in the middle. You know? as the, yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just a, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I was just getting ready to say something, you know, really bad. And, uh, and out of respect <laughs> to you, my friend. Well, out of respect for uh, not for you, out of respect for uh, our listeners, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! Uh, that's yeah, great. that's that's wild, dude. And uh, you know, and uh, it's interesting uh, and controversial. I think some people will find it controversial. There, he says, you know, Hitler has gone to heaven, uh, but you know, his spirit, at least, is what he said, has gone to heaven, and he'll have to deal with. Uh, I guess in his next life, deal with what he did as previous. I don't know, um, but I think that's that's kind of a uh, food for thought, anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, you know, it's. I think what he was trying to get to is, and I get it. You know, that even really evil people have a. There was a there was a a slice of goodness somewhere in there. Yeah, uh, but uh, that's interesting. You know, I had a friend of mine. Um, 
who uh, has spent time with Charles Manson. He works. Uh, he's a, a retired prison guard, and he worked mm. out in uh, California and was telling me that he had some interactions with Charles uh, Manson, and he said that the dude was just absolutely. You, he's like, whatever you think you see on TV when you see those interviews, you can multiply that wow. by a few. You know, his he had a very interesting uh, perspective on it, and uh, he said that the guy was pretty feared. Uh, you I know, can imagine he is quite a presence. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he would, you know, and that's I'm sure he played up some of that on his own just to keep that himself safe. safe. Yeah, you know, right. Because that was the thing that one of the things that he was here for the most, because, you know, he, he was brought up in the prison system and he was a little guy. So he was right. used and abused that's, quite a bit. That's exactly from, uh, right. From the get go. Yeah, so. that's exactly what he said, too. He said he was yeah. super small, tiny yeah. guy, you know. Yeah. So but anyway, um, not, back to Daniel uh, being we've both been here. This is uh, our we've been here. We're on our twenty eighth time around here on the wheel. Yeah, of right. Life. Both right, of us have right. been here twenty eight times. So interesting. So, very interesting, dude. You know. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. I wonder if uh, what if I get to pick what I'm if I can if I can pick. Yeah. What I can be next time around if I am coming back again. Uh, you know, um, I, I definitely want to be uh, a house cat. I yeah, think. yeah. Because yeah. just because you know, in a, in a, in a house cat, but in a, in a, a loving house, right? You know, yeah, uh, where it's take the cat is taking care of and loved and and yeah. all that good stuff for it's sure. Like my little girls. Like that's a kid. pretty. That's a pretty. That's <laughs> so a that, sweet I'll, gig. I'll that, yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. And I hope that everyone uh, is able to make. Uh, whatever dreams you have, I hope you're able to make them come true over these next few weeks as we usher in a new year. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got some great episodes coming your way. Yeah, we've, we do. We've got a fantastic Christmas party that oh, uh, we are planning for. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the Christmas party is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be taking turns sharing stories of winter ghost. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, hey, everybody, uh, go check out Daniel's uh, podcast, Beyond the Veil, with Daniel Jackson, with him, Daniel Jackson. And uh, check us out on our socials, uh, Internet, webs, stuff, you know, where we are, Facebook, Instagram, etc. Give us a holler on those. Um, give us a holler at WIWSPOD at gmail.com. Get a hold of us and uh, book your interview j- session, your j- jaw jacking session for uh, uh, next year when we get to hear your stories and uh, oh, so many more. We got so many good things lined up. And uh, man, we, oh, yeah, it's good stuff, good stuff. Um, hope and we we got a feeling next year is going to be just as kick ass as this year has been for absolutely, sure, absolutely for sure, for sure. Cool beans. All right. Well, hey everybody, uh, thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Until then, be safe, be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. 
If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.